This is the Creative Closet Podcast. Here at Creative Closet, creativity and collaboration coexist. From wherever you are listening, we hope this conversation equips you for your daily creative life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Creative Closet Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Austin, and I'm super excited that you decided to join us. And for episode one, episode number one, this is a big, big deal. Thank you guys so much for supporting. Um, I'm not entirely sure how you found us. I don't know if you uh, follow us on Instagram. The handle is Creative Closet CRTV Closet, or if somebody sent you this link, or if you just stumbled upon it on Apple Music, Spotify, any other streaming platform. Um, But I'm so grateful you decided to join us. What is Creative Closet? I am so glad you asked that. Um, Before we get into that, CRTV is just an abbreviation for creative, if you didn't already know that. It's a creative way, if you will, for uh, the word creative. So Creative Closet, um, jumping back into the question, is essentially a brand uh, a clothing line to come, a lifestyle, um, whatever you will it to be, I guess. Uh, it is a, um, it's really, yeah, it's just, a, it's a lifestyle. It is a space where creativity and collaboration coexist. Uh, it's a space that is kind of uncut, unfiltered, raw, like this podcast. This podcast is not going to be cut. It is not going to be uh, filtered. It is not going to be uh, edited much to be honest with you the goal and the hope is that this podcast would be um, just as organic as we make it so thanks for joining us um, we are creative closet so let's let's get right into it um, what is creativity what is creativity well, Albert Einstein said it best. He said, creativity is seeing what others see and thinking what no one else ever thought. And I, I love this quote from Albert Einstein because it can uh, be so easy to try to figure out what creativity is. Uh, and it can be so, uh, not easy, I guess easy is not the right way to phrase it, but it can be so um misleading there you go it can be difficult not easy it can be difficult it's simple but not easy um what creativity is and honestly creativity is kind of subject to interpretation in my opinion but it is just like what albert einstein says it's seeing what others see and thinking what no one else has ever thought for example a creative way to fold clothes if you work at a department store Somebody tells you when they're training you, hey, this is how we fold clothes. As you progress in working there, you see what they see. You fold clothes the way that they fold clothes. However, you uh, find a different way to fold it. You see it from a different vantage and you think of folding clothes. Hey, why don't I fold it this way? I know there was a TikTok trend or an Instagram trend a while back where People would grab like three points of the of the shirt and then just like fold it up all in one. And I think that that's so dope. And and it could even be that. It could be um, you're working at a department store. You see people with the little folding trays or like flip it and things like that. Um, and you're just like, you know what? I'm grabbing next. You know, so that could be a way to see creativity. 
Um, but ultimately, creativity is found and inspired by God. So for those of you who don't know, um, I am a Christian. I am a believer in Jesus. And I really believe, honestly, truly, wholeheartedly, that the reason why every human being on this planet is creative is because we all come from a creator. Uh, God, the Father, is the creator of all things. Uh, we see in Genesis, in the Bible, the very beginning, that God spoke things into existence, and in seven days, He created the entire world and everything in it. And um, that is the foundation of which I create from. That is the foundation of which I find uh, inspiration through. And there could be other sorts of mediums. This is just what I'm going to talk about here in this podcast because it's my podcast. And um, I, I would be foolish to say that creativity came from ourselves, but instead it comes from the Creator, God Almighty. And so why do we need creativity? I'm so glad you asked that question. Why do we need creativity? Well, I read this quote on a blog and it says, uh, no other species on this planet has our, our ability to create. We are not the fastest. We cannot jump high. We can't fly. We can't protect ourselves with sharp teeth or poison. Our babies are vulnerable little creatures that can't even walk until one years of age. And yet we become the dominant species on this planet. For better or worse, it is our ability to continuously develop new ideas that has shaped the history of mankind more than anything else. Progress is and will be made through creativity. When you take full advantage of your creative abilities and train your creative muscle, you will be able to influence change in a way that you believe is right. Learn to use this powerful tool to shape your part of the planet. And I love this I love this quote. I love this uh paragraph if you will because it kind of explains I mean it, it definitely answers the question why we need creativity, but I love the uh mental framework that it gives right in the beginning. And I think this is kind of what tying back to what I was talking to you right now on how we are creative because God is the creator. Uh God created all of the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and everything in between. And um, this, this paragraph quite literally explains why we need creativity. We're not the fastest. We can't jump high. We can't fly. We can't protect ourselves with sharp teeth or poison. All of those attributes are attributes that animals have. They're attributes that cheetahs have, that fish have, that... Uh, skunks have that you name it whatever animal it is um one of those attributes falls under it but i think that this is such a formative way of thinking on how we can uh realize why we need creativity because it's that very last line in this quote it says uh the ability to influence change in a way that you believe is right and for me, like I said a second ago, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer in Jesus. I'm a follower of Jesus. So influencing change for me is really just pointing people back to Jesus. Uh, my full-time vocational job 
is working in ministry. I work as a graphic designer for Vu Church, and this is why I need creativity personally. It is to uh, create things that are aesthetically pleasing and that appeal to people to bring them in to then encounter the presence of God. And so whatever context you are in, whatever sphere or space that you are in, creativity is available and it is necessary in that specific sphere um, for a specific purpose. And so there is kind of a, a process when it comes to creativity. And there's uh, various different people who will say various different things as far as the creative process and kind of what their process is. Um, but I found this process by a guy named Graham Wallace. He developed a theory that kind of outlined the overarching creative process into four stages. So stage number one is preparation. It is the gathering of ideas and information. Um, essentially, you provoke your habitual thinking in order to better understand your design problem, your idea, or space. So that's kind of what I was... Uh, so let's use the example I was talking about earlier. Working in a department store, folding a shirt. Everybody's taught you that you fold a shirt this way. This is the habitual thinking. This is thinking that is a habit already that you don't have to second guess. It is just how it is. That's how, that's the way they frame it. Um, so you're, you're trying to provoke the thought of how can I do this differently? And then there's the incubation period where this is stage number two, where you're combining ideas, mostly unconscious. And what this means is you're always having your mind open to ideas. Same shirt analogy. I'm scrolling on TikTok one day and I see this guy fold a shirt with the three points. And I'm like, yo, like, I work at a department store. I fold clothes all day. Maybe I can try this. And then for most people, it's a little bit differently. For me personally, I kind of just at this stage in the incubation period where I just kind of have my mind open to ideas constantly, I kind of tend to go through this this wormhole, this rabbit hole, if you will. Um, I find one idea and then I... I search up that idea more and more and more and then I find similar ideas that can be different but also similar so then I go down those ideas and then it x amount of time passes and then I'm like you know what I should try this stuff then comes stage number three which is the illumination stage this is gaining insight this is the aha moment if you will um but what I've ten, I've I've often found out is that this uh, illumination stage, this aha moment, for me, is inspiration straight from the Holy Spirit. I will see something, I will think of something, I will be doing things in the incubation phase or stage where I'm just kind of washing the dishes, I'm making dinner, I'm making coffee. Um, for those of you who don't know, I love coffee, but. Side story. Um, I'm I'm just kind of keeping my mind open, having the idea or the issue at hand that I'm trying to solve on the back burner of my mind. It's not necessarily completely siloed and and put away, but 
um, there's this kind of old analogy that I've heard is that you just put it on a shelf. So basically you walk into a room, you see the shelf, you see that it's up there, but you don't kind of like acknowledge it all the time. Like it's just there. Um, but the aha moment for me, like I said, comes through inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And it is, I've often found out that the, the illumination phase or stage, it's not a moment. It's not a, oh, that's what it is. I mean, sure, it is. Yeah, I, I, I could say it is. But more often than not, it tends to be, I find something, I get this revelation, and then I have to work it out. I have to... Um, Go on Photoshop. I have to go on Illustrator. I have to get on InDesign. And I have to start working things out. Like, let's go back to the shirt analogy. I have to open my drawer, grab a t-shirt after scrolling on TikTok, seeing the ideas, getting this aha revelation. Maybe I can try this. Then I have to grab a t-shirt and fail a few times. I have to try this out. I'm like, hey, this looks nothing like the video. Let's try again. This looks nothing like the video. Let's try again. And so it's a process within a process. Um, and then the fourth stage of the creative process that Graham Wallace lays out is verification. It is uh, the critique or editing of ideas. This is basically the final stage where everything you tried and tested um, has kind of already happened you've uh made the idea you folded the shirt and this is where you test and polish it you take it and show it to people uh in your same department if we're talking about this analogy right the shirt analogy you take it to people who work in your same department you're like hey i folded this shirt this way what do you think about it this is the process on how i got to folding the shirt this way do you think that this would be effective? Is this something that we could do? How could I fix or polish this workflow in order to solve the issue that folding on a board takes too long? Um, for whatever context you're in, like for me, for example, I create a graphic or I make something. I, let's say, for example, I'm, like I said, I'm a graphic designer, so I make a type treatment. And I show uh, my coworker Alex. I'm like, hey, Alex, I, uh, I, I found this type treatment. I mean, I made this type treatment. Um, this is the process that it took to get here. What do you think? This is the verification period. Well, this is you did X, Y, and Z. Cool. Let me show you how you can do it quicker. And more often than not, that's kind of how it goes. I'm like... Alex, you're more experienced, you know more than me. Um, let me pick your brain. And this is a separate uh, conversation, but we'll get into this a little bit later in the podcast. But this is what I was talking about, the collaboration aspect of things. So um, that is the creative process. And there's this quote by Mary Lou Cook that I think is so beautiful. Um, she says, creativity is inventing, experimenting, growing, taking risks, breaking rules, 
making mistakes, and having fun. And I think that that kind of encompasses the entirety of the creative uh, process that Graham Wallace laid out in those four steps. It is all of the structure of the four stages, but with all of this in between, it is both and. It's a juxtaposition of having the idea, but it not being there yet. And so um, my biggest encouragement is just have fun, bro. Like, you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. Your designs are going to look trash sometimes. Like, it's okay. Make mistakes. Mistakes are what form you. Um, there's this, there's this, this thing that a few friends of mine have. It's called, we call it goose eggs. Maybe other people will do too. And uh, that'd be so dope if they do. But basically what a goose egg is, is a big fat, like your idea was caca, bro. Like it was trash. Um, and we, we have this, this, this way where a goose egg, when it's just like, mm, we're not doing that. You toss up the goose egg and you shoot it with a shotgun. So you're like, and um it's funny because it, it's a it's a way to kind of get over the like hurt of having a bad idea and it makes it fun but sometimes those goose eggs they be coming back yo sometimes you're in a meeting with some people and you're like wait a second you had that idea that we called a goose egg let's let's try that again and it could work but that was kind of a tangent so I said at the beginning of the podcast, this is a space where creativity and collaboration coexist. I kind of gave you some backstory on creativity and the uh, creative process. Like I said, everybody's process is different. But now, what's collaboration? Collaboration via the Merriam-Webster's dictionary means the action of working with someone to produce or create something. And I love that I didn't even look up the definition of collaboration before I made the before I got the tagline of where creativity and collaboration coexist. But this definition of collaboration is brilliant. Like it literally says create right in the actual definition. Um, why is collaboration important? You're like maybe Bro, I've tried collaborating with people. I've just gotten hurt every single time. Nothing good has come from it. Okay, sure. I'm sorry that that's happened to you, number one. Number two, collaboration is important because it brings you closer to people. It gets you plugged into a community. Um, I believe community is probably one of the most important things to an individual that you can have whatever religion you are whatever sphere you're in whatever realm of creativity you're in community is this innate desire that we all have as human beings um collaboration is also important because it brings you uh, i mean it teaches you things i'm sorry it teaches you things number two uh it teaches you things about a project it teaches you things about a software it teaches you things about a process, but I, above all of that, I truly believe that collaboration in creativity mm -hmm. is very important because it teaches you things about yourself. 
Um, I oftentimes have been hesitant to collaborate with people in the creative space um, because of X, Y, or Z, insecurity, whatever it could be, pride. But I've found every single time when I've humbled myself and I'm like, yo, you know what? I'm a, let's, let's work on something together. Let's do something. I often find that those moments will pin certain things in me and in my heart and in my life that were roadblocks to collaborating. And that's my opinion, one of the most important reasons of collaboration, but it also teaches you, it's also problem solving. It kind of helps you work on your problem solving skills. You and another person, it's two minds against a problem or an issue. It's not just one. So I think that that is super dope. And it also helps you see blind spots, which is kind of what I was talking about, where it teaches you things about yourself. It uh, illuminates blind spots in you that you didn't know were there until somebody else saw them for you. Um, I got a few quotes here on collaboration that I absolutely loved. And uh, the first one is from Booker T. Washington. He says, if you want to lift up yourself, lift up someone else. And that's not a fun quote to hear because uh, the way America is kind of structured, it, it brings like this glory to yourself. And it's like, everybody should help me. Everybody should work on my project and everybody should build my name. But ultimately, while I'm struggling to lift up myself the only actual way to lift up myself or lift up my brand is by bringing people with me <laughs> it's by uh not doing this thing by myself um the second quote is from helen keller she says alone we can do so little together we can do so much and this is exactly what i was just talking about where if you want your brand to grow if you want your clothing line to pop off if you want your art piece to sell like crazy do it with other people like collaborate with other people it is not that hard she says it alone we can do so little together we can do so much um and last quote is by henry ford the inventor of ford um he says if everyone is moving forward together then success can take care of itself. And I love this quote because oftentimes we can get caught up in wanting to be successful. I'm speaking on behalf of myself. Like I can get caught up in wanting to um, grow my Instagram like crazy. I want thousands of followers. I want to sell all this merch. I want this podcast to blow up. And I want this and I want that. But bro, if you bring people along on the journey, if you have people who have your back, and if you have people's back, that's the more important one. If you have people's back, success will take care of itself. If you work on elevating someone else's brand, just like Booker T. Washington said, lift up someone else. If you work on, on building somebody else's brand, bro, success will come. Success will come. Um, pride is the biggest killer of creativity. That's what I've found often times.
Why? Why can't I collaborate with someone? Because I don't want to. I can do this on my own. That's pride. You're operating in pride. Pride is the biggest killer of creativity because it says, I have all the ideas. Nobody else can help me. Nobody else can benefit me. I can do this by myself. And why is it the biggest killer of creativity? It's a good question. Why? Because you aren't the smartest person in the room. And if you are, go into another room. Like, not even just go into another room. If you are the smartest person, teach people. Because I guarantee you, as you teach people, you will unlock more in them that you will learn. And it'll kill that pride so, so quick. If pride is the biggest killer of creativity, how can we kill pride? Three simple steps, in my opinion. Three simple steps. Step number one is celebrate people. Celebrate people. I think this is a huge one for me. Um, I love celebrating people. I love cheering people on. I love supporting people. I love supporting their businesses. I love supporting their creativity. And, bro, supporting somebody's business is not, yo, let me get a discount. Like, I hear this oftentimes. Yo, he's my friend, so he's going to give me a discount. Like, dog, if he's really your friend, pay full price and tip. Like, pay him full price and tip him on top of that. If he's really your friend, if you want to actually support him, you want to actually celebrate him, pay him his price. Or if you can't afford to pay him his price, all good. Share his stuff. Her stuff. I mean, his, hers. Share their stuff. Share their posts. Share their reels. Share their IGTVs. Share their tweets. Whatever. Like, bro, celebrate people. Because the second success comes, like Henry Ford said, if y'all are moving forward, success is going to come. But when it does... Do you want people to celebrate you? Yeah? Okay, celebrate them. When you celebrate them, you'll get an appreciation for people celebrating you. That's that's step number one on how to kill pride. Step number two is to help others. Just what I was talking about. Bro, share their stuff. Support their business. Help others. Hey, uh, I have a photo shoot today. Cool, do you need help? I can... I'm not a photographer, but I can hold a light for you. I can hold a reflector for you. Do you need my help in being a model for your photo shoot? I know that your uh, business hasn't really popped off like you've wanted it to, but I can hold a, a drink for a product photography. Photography. I can, but whatever it is, help others. And lastly, pour out. I think oftentimes people um, in the creative world specifically, they kind of tend to gatekeep. And I hate that, man. People tend to gatekeep and, and keep these ideas to themselves. Like, that's where pride builds up. Where I have this knowledge and you cannot access this knowledge because it is mine. And I've worked to get here. So what? So what, bro? So what that you've 
taken X amount of years to gain this knowledge, great. Help the next person. If you see that it took you eight years to get this knowledge, help the next person that is on their eighth month of trying to get this research. What is the good in seeing somebody struggle to get the information you already have? That's pride. That's pride. Pour it out. Like, here's this info. Here's this knowledge that I have. Hey, here's this these websites that I go to for X, Y, and Z. Like, for example, a really good friend of mine. Name's Angel. Phenomenal creative. Phenomenal designer. Uh, he was doing, like, this training for... Um, design and he so freely shared the type foundries he goes to he so freely shared resources on color that he goes to he he shared where he gets icons and elements from and to me that was so encouraging because to this day to this day sorry that was a tangent but to this day i i actually still use those resources that took him I don't know how long to compile or to get to there. But the fact that he took time to give away those resources meant the world to me. And those are the first things I share with other people. Hey, where do you get your fonts? These are the websites I get my fonts at. Hey, uh, I'm having issues with color palettes. Where can I go? Adobe Color. They have this color wheel. You can check it out. Super dope. Like, pour it out, bro. Pride is when I'm too full of me. The only way to kill I'm too full of me is to pour. The only way to kill I'm too full of me is to like pour it out, man. Like It has nothing. It does no good to keep it inside of you. For what? To rot? To not see it grow and flourish? To not help the next person along this journey? Um, but yeah, so to, to kind of recap everything, um, what is creative closet, creative closet space where collaboration, creativity coexists. It's a space where people, um, collaborate on this journey of creativity and discovering the fullest potential that can be untapped and unchained. Um, it's really this, this journey of having fun, making mistakes, and just doing it all over again. It's finding rules, then breaking rules, and then having fun along the way, screwing up, doing it all over again. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to this all the way through, if you made it this far. This is episode number one. I am so, so excited for what is to come. Um, in the in the weeks to come, my plan is to drop a podcast every other week so stay tuned stay tuned to our instagram creative closet crtv closet um and there is a website to come crtvcloset.com we're still kind of taking care of stuff on the back end for that but man i'm so excited for this journey i'm gonna have some phenomenal uh friends of mine on this podcast i'm gonna have some amazing creatives uh, just share and unlock insight and kind of just teach and I think that's the biggest thing with this podcast and, and my heart behind it is I want to collaborate and I want 
people to learn and I want people to grow and I want people to absorb all of this information to then pour it out like I was just talking about. But if you want to be great at your craft, this is the last thing I'll say and then we'll close it out. But if you want to be great at your craft, remember that creativity and collaboration are inseparable. You can't have one without the other. The definition of collaboration was to create something with other people. <laughs> it is inseparable. But thank you guys so much. I love you guys a whole lot. Look forward to um, releasing more episodes. I'll see you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Creative Closet Podcast. Are you interested in creative collaboration? Share this episode with a friend and let us know what you thought about today's episode on Instagram at Creative Closet. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.